Welcome to Never End the Story, a rewatch podcast where we watch the movies of our childhood along with Tepper, a grown man who's never seen them before. I'm your host, Ivan. We have to go deeper. I'm Chris, and I'm a terror to behold. I'm Heather. This movie tooted me. <laughs> I'm Spencer, and I'm an uncredited geologist. <laughs> Aren't we all? And I'm Tepper. This week we'll be watching The Core, directed by John M. Eel, released in 2003. Near the end of the bird scene, a trout is seen smashing into a window instead of a pigeon. This was a joke left in by the CGI team. I feel like they needed jokes after, um, after making this movie to stay sane. I brought this movie to us this week. Why? Um, so I saw this movie in theaters for my birthday, so I subjected a bunch of my friends to it as well, and I've not seen it since, but it was an entertaining time. I I really enjoy, like, uh, disaster movies and, like, apocalypse movies, so it's pretty good. Seemed like a good fit for Never End, The World Descending. And, like, we all wanted to watch this. Uh, side question. I can't remember if I asked you this of you before. What's your favorite Apocalypse movie? Um. Hmm. I mean, Lord of the Rings. Come on. <laughs> it's an Apocalypse While movie. While he's considering this, do, um... Does War of the Worlds and Independence Day count? Yeah. Because, like, I would I would definitely argue that they're at the very least a, a distinct subgenre. Yeah. It's not really like the world is ending so much as we're being invaded. It's interesting because we were looking at a list of... They're highly of, correlated. We were looking at a list of apocalypse movies that somebody put onto uh, Wikipedia, and it's just, it was very much like, it's like, they think this is an apocalypse movie, but they don't think this is. It's like, that's kind of weird. Um, well, it's like, yeah, what's like, an apocalypse movie and what's a post-apocalypse movie? Like, is Mad Max an apocalypse fair. movie? I don't, I don't know if I'd say mm. that. I'd say it's yeah. more post-apocalypse because it seems like society's already kind of fucked by the point Mad Max 1 starts to happen. And then Mad Max 2, society's completely fucked. So does it have to include the thing that, like triggers the breakdown of society yeah, i think it yeah i think it has to include the apocalyptic event yeah to be an apocalypse movie so like yeah. terminator yeah like terminators like terminator yes but like it's kind of like which ones like it's kind I have of like trouble. the whole story keeps moving so Okay, especially if we're talking early Terminators, I have a hard time accepting those as apocalypse movies yeah like horror movies i understand that like you can't really get around the, the plot of the Terminator without putting the piece Apocalypse somewhere on the board. But, like, they're, they're movies about robots. Like, that's where, like, it, it they don't have any of the tropes of, like, running away from a thing and then and hiding. I, I don't know. Like, it just seems to me like those are action movies. Yeah, about, they're, they're almost like action movies that have, like, a bit of uh, Apocalypse favor, a flavor poured in. Right, and, like, don't get me wrong. The reason we have to have an action movie about fighting robots is because a person comes on screen and tells us, in the future, the robots cause the apocalypse. We're going to stop that now. 
Mm. Yeah, the third one is an apocalypse movie because I would say like yeah, the, like the apocalypse yeah. isn't like it's at the very end, but it does occur. Yeah, yeah, I, and like I, the I threat of it like... the whole time because obviously like the apocalypse yeah. happening in like Armageddon or in um, the day after tomorrow, it is ultimately averted. But like the whole thing is the apocalypse will happen unless we blank. Yeah, exactly. In the third one, they're like their goal is very much trying to stop it even more than in the earlier ones, yeah. where it's just more about surviving the Terminator, so that the future um, can go ahead. Yeah, is Arnold and Schwarzenegger post-apocalyptic? The Terminator question mark. Yes. Yeah. Uh, typically, like he is, he is the T one thousand model Terminator. Okay, so he's like a robot. In these the, the Terminator. Didn't... But there are other there are other models of Terminators played by other okay, actors. Okay. Do you know he's a robot from the start? Yeah, so the first one, he's the enemy. Oh, interesting. How could you yeah, be the enemy? Well, originally they were going to get O.J. Simpson to play the role, but what? they felt he, they, <gasps> but they they felt that he wouldn't be capable of uh, murder. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Are you fucking am, with us? I am not kidding. That's a beautiful legit, story. Legit yeah. trivia about Terminator One is. <laughs> They oh, went, like he was too lovable of a figure to, yes. to be a Terminator. I get that. Yeah, yeah. yeah like they, they, welcome, sure. welcome back to my YouTube channel of Top 25 Times People Were Wrong. Well, <laughs> Last time. <laughs> yeah, because they, they felt he wouldn't be able to like portray like a murderous robot. Uh, <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah. Wow. It's, it's a really good piece of trivia. That's pretty good. Yeah. Like, it was interesting. Like, that list included the new Godzilla, but not Godzilla King of the Monsters, which is like... That makes no sense. Like, it, that hmm. that Godzilla with Brian Cranston, he's, like, threatening Japan. Okay, okay, King okay. King of the okay. Monsters, they're definitely just uh, affecting the world. I, I don't, I got I don't, one. Ha- I don't I got have one. a good answer. I got for a good question. Topic. I got a good, yeah. like, is this one an apocalypse movie? Hitchhiker's Guide. Dude. Hmm. No, no. This but is it. Literally look, shows so the world here. getting. There's, there's a Venn diagram. Up. There's a circle. Movies that involve the apocalypse. Okay. Inside of that circle, there's another circle. Apocalypse movies. And then, and it's <laughs> like, specifically apocalypse movies that focus on the apocalypse, like The Road, not an apocalypse movie. Yeah, post, like it seems to me that like the idea that the world is ending or has ended has to be like a, a really important gravitational aspect of the solar system of this movie okay right whereas like the 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 world ending in the hitchhiker's guide for the galaxy is played for laughs like it doesn't have any of the conventions of the apocalypse film i just don't think that i i don't think this is a usable definition of apocalypse movie if we can't include movies like the road like that that would be a post-apocalyptic movie yeah (laughs) i think the post-apocalyptic is part of it if the idea is that like Scene one, we fade from black. The world ended. Then we all got in cars and started driving around. Oh, cars don't like, work yeah. anymore. There was an EM pulse, obviously. Look, <laughs> I'm making up a new movie that's like Mad Max, but uh, worse because I'm writing it on the spot. Um, so, yeah, like it's because I agree, like Hitchhiker's Guide isn't because Arthur Dent's world ends, but no one else's does. Mm-hmm. That's a fair point. And it's not, like, important other than... The only reason that it's important is because it shows us, the audience, the scale of the world, and because it kind of shows us that Arthur's feelings about things do not matter. Yeah. Like, it... Yeah. If the if the universe as well was that threat or the galaxy, then it's like, okay, mm-hmm. yeah, sure, it's an apocalypse movie. 
But yeah, like, the world was the galaxy, not Earth. So here's another question. Does the apocalypse actually need to happen, or is it just like there's some big event that could end the world, but we save the world in the nick of time? Like, how is that still an apocalypse it's, it's some Some big event, I feel like. But does it have Otherwise, to happen? I, I would like to make... I would like to make a proposition. Okay. Tell me if you guys disagree with this. Okay. Armageddon is not like the template, but very close to the center of the target of what an apocalypse yeah. movie so is. So an apocalypse yeah. is doesn't one of the have archetypical to apocalypse. Be movies. successful. It just has to yeah, like the, be yeah. threatened. The movie is about an impending apocalypse. A possible apocalypse. So that's yes. why I'm saying Lord of the Rings is a clear apocalypse movie. No. Yep. No. At least Return of the Does King. it also have to be about <laughs> Earth? That's about Middle Middle Earth. <laughs> All right. Well, this is one of the reasons why I wonder if alien movies can count because I almost feel like the end of the world has to be um, impersonal. Because even in the even in the ones where like nukes go off, it's never played like. Balthazar, the Lord of Nukes, <laughs> is going to set off nukes. It's just kind of like, yeah, the nukes are just going to happen if we don't stop them. Uh, be right uh, back, uh, writing writing a new D and D god. Uh, I was, uh, was going to change Balthazar, Lord of Nukes. Yeah. So it seems like it seems like what you've come to is it has to be an impersonal force that you can't talk to to stop. So are you including aliens in there because they're not like human reasonable? Like you're saying with I think there's a solid argument. Day? Um, yeah, uh, does anyone else have a personal connection to this film? Getting us back a no, little on No, I do remember I cried a lot when I was a child. I also saw this movie as a like, child. Really... In general, or no, when you what, saw what, this? I don't, I don't think in general, I don't really know. Um, childhood is a haze to me. But I do specifically remember watching this movie and bawling. It's very touching. Couldn't see your childhood through all the tears. <laughs> do you remember it what? Yes, I do. I do. I specifically remember it. What? Cool. Well, yeah. We can talk about that after. Um. Oh, uh, John, you never did ask the question. What's your favorite apocalypse movie? Yeah, I don't know. Like, I I could probably tell you my favorite disaster movie. Apocalypse is harder. I, it's probably Armageddon. I haven't seen that. Yeah. Armageddon's any... a very solid choice. What's your What's your favorite disaster movie then? Sorry, I, I, last question, then we'll get on track. Uh, probably I was. It's. Dante's Peak is the one I want, right? Is that the that, one? That's the, like, volcano one, right? Pierce Brosnan or yep. whatever. Yep, that's Dante's Peak, yeah. Yeah, it's probably that. Or, no, Dante's Inferno? No, no, that's the... Uh, no, <laughs> no, no, it's, it's that's Dante's Peak. classical poem, yeah. Yes. How dare you, Google? You uh, failed me. You guys remember when Pierce Brosnan was hanging out with, like, Virgil and going through all the circles of hell? Yeah. Good times. Um, I have a third question. Okay. What's your favorite insanely specific subgenre of <laughs> Um, Sharknado. <laughs> Actually, probably just shark movies. He answered that question for real. <laughs> yeah, nice. yeah, yeah, I got a more real answer than you did, Deb. Wow. Yeah. Um, but uh, in terms of like personal connection to this film, uh, I have seen a huge chunk of this film. I've never seen it start to finish. Uh, it's like, you know, like it was a TV movie. Like it was on TV all the time. 
Um, I think I watched like a little bit of it at a friend's place. Um, might have watched it. You know what? Might have watched it in like geography class or some shit like that. Oh, <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> Please, uh, not, oh Please tell okay, me no. Okay. Not as something serious. Like, like the teacher wasn't like rolling it out. Like, and now I'm gonna like teach you geography, but probably just like a hey guys, like I don't really want to teach today. God but here's like it. an on theme movie. School is so bad. What the fuck? I, I like mm-hmm. legitimately mm-hmm. think that this um, lowered my understanding of geography for yes. a good while. Yeah. Like this legitimately made me believe some things about what the earth was like in the center that were hard to get out of there because I was a child when I watched it. So this like decreased my yeah. knowledge of geography. Uh, like thinking about it some more, <laughs> I actually don't think it was geography where it happened because we watched Dante's Peak in geography class and that was actually fun. Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> uh, it was so I had a um, uh, in I think it was grade 10 or 11 had like a religion teacher uh, I think it was like Mr. Zuko he was by far the laziest motherfucker in that entire school but all the kids loved him because of that fact he basically just like play movies all day uh, like like for his entire uh, uh, class period he was great. So yeah, we I might have watched like a bit of the core in that class. What a hero! Um, there's there's, a, there's actually an Earth and Ocean Science course at the University of British Columbia that uses this movie to to analyze the bad science. Yeah, that's amazing. I'm, I, I'm pretty sure. I don't know if my memory's serving me well, but I'm pretty sure they did ask like geophysicists from BC. Yeah, yeah. They, they, so that uh, makes sense. This trivia says at least one of the professors at the University of British Columbia was consulted for this movie. Right. Okay, Obviously, yeah. they did the exact opposite of everything you said. They legitimately did. Um, I'm pretty sure that they asked to be taken off the film, like off yeah, the credits, because they were like, wow. "You ignored everything that we told you." Did you guys miss my on-point joke at the beginning? Yes. <laughs> I'm one of the uncredited geologists. Oh, oh, yes, yeah. I did get that. I'm sorry. Um, You're so right. But, uh, yeah, no, a credit to my geography teachers. They were very good in high school. Um, but, yeah, this movie I've only ever seen in bits. There's a couple parts I remember pretty distinctly. Um, parts of the ending, the black guy dying... Um, <laughs> oh my god all i remember is the movie before um hacking the planet the uh golden gate bridge melting yeah uh and then there's like a part where they like i think they get stuck and they have to like go outside and then there's like the piece of rock that breaks off and goes through someone's head um yeah more than i remember you've seen way too much of this movie but yeah, what the heck? Parts of this movie have like really stuck with me, but again, like I haven't seen it start to finish, and I haven't really watched it in a couple years now. So has anyone not seen this? Silence. Interesting. I think that honestly, tougher from what it sounds like, you've seen it more recently than the rest of us. It's <laughs> <laughs> almost almost certainly true. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I didn't expect that. Uh, still, I, I am interested in watching this movie, like, start to finish. It's been a while since I watched it. I think it's a great follow-up to Reign of Fire. So, like, yeah. From what I remember, it was, like, alright. Like, it was trashy fun, from what I remember. It's like Michael Bay movies. Alright. Uh, I'm just gonna, uh, gonna move along to the poster, unless people uh, who haven't Please. actually spoken yet have strong things to say. 
All right. Uh, we're now showing Tepper the poster for the movie. Please describe it and tell us what you think the movie is about. Um, I'll, I also have a second version of the poster, which might be the actual, like, theatrical one. And boy, is it something. <laughs> okay, so... The, the background is like space and like the earth from space at the top it says earth has a deadline um and Not then inaccurate in, in the in the uh center of the earth it's says the core and it's got all these like fire and flames and stuff it's kind of cool uh and then at the bottom it says 110102 the only way out is in <laughs> Which is interesting because this movie definitely came out in 2003, so I don't know what, why that, that might be an early poster or something. Yeah, so this is, I think, the actual theatrical poster. 100% exciting. Holy shit. That sounds like a Donald Trump quote. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> look, look, we got this new plan. It's 100% exciting. It's powerful, exciting. <laughs> a, a fantastic cast on a fantastic voyage, I tell the you. The most fantastic cast. <laughs> We have I tell the you most folks, nukes in this core. Stra strap yourself in for the ride of a lifetime. Is there a way we could look into injecting bleach into the core? I was just going to say, what if you inject yourself with nukes? The only way out is in. Getting um, topical so this, on the podcast. This is just covered in, in, uh, in apparent uh, quotes from presumably reviewers. Whose names are so small that we can never uh, hold them accountable. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I can't even see those names. After after we do this podcast, just send them a hate mail. Like, how could you give the core a positive review? What no. destination? Center of the Earth. I mean, that's just, that one's just accurate. <laughs> um. Yeah. So this one, it's like Earth at a different angle. There's still space in the background. It's cool, I guess. Um, the core, and then it has like a a bunch of shadowy people in the O walking out they've got suits on it's the crew from Armageddon yeah a after going into space they came back and went to drill their way to the center of the earth die hard 15 can one of our <laughs> Patreon goals be if we ever get like $1,500 a month we'll have a sketch artist come on and just like draw the movie posters <laughs> for Tucker's descriptions wow that actually sounds amazing dude next time I'm not gonna look at the poster and just draw it while he's describing it I'm so into this I just hear him go like there's shadowy people coming out of the O and I'm just like I wonder what the people listening think this looks like <laughs> Oh. Um, that's that's our uh like um never end the story board game that we're gonna put out right like it's like pictionary but with tepper movie poster descriptions oh my god <laughs> um the only way out is in um yeah out of disaster what is it out of what are we getting out of uh, this mess the only way out of the earth is into the earth oh right right that does make more sense um, sort of. So you've already seen this, Tepper, so like, I'd love to know what the movie's about, but I think instead I want to know like what the team is. Oh, God. Um, yeah, I guess what are the roles that yeah. we need to fill here? This is probably the thing I'm shakiest on, because... Perfect. Just, just think yeah. about okay. you were starting okay. a disaster team. Okay, okay. So if the I remember tank. correctly, there's like the, <laughs> there's the like serious black eye captain... 
there's the woman scientist, there's the jerk-ass scientist who's always, like, recording his thoughts into, uh, like, a, like a tape recorder, um, there's standard, uh, action hero man, um, how many is that? That's, like, four people, That's right? Four. four people. I feel like it's, like, a, I'm pretty sure it's a five-man team. There are five on the poster. There are five on the poster. You, dear listener. You're Female lead number two? That's absurd. That's... This is from 2003. Yeah. Also not an archetype. I was what just going to say, okay. possibly do? Okay, I... I, I can't remember the fifth person at all. I only remember, That's like... Crazy. That's crazy. That's the only person I remember. I'm fairly certain you, you talked about this person not ten minutes prior in our recording. <laughs> I very much expected you to give us an overview of, like the roles you would need to fill on a team that was saving the world. Yes. Like, oh, I need a scientist, I need, a, I need like, a captain, but oh, no, you sorry, gave I me thought a you black were, captain, captain scientist. white woman scientist. <laughs> I thought you guys were asking Short about scientists. the people in the movie. <laughs> like, like yes, who's on the, who's on the, the team? Because yes. I could, like, <laughs> that is what we are Demolition's asking. Demolition's expert. Oh. We don't see race or color here. Or <laughs> <laughs> okay, like, because... Okay, mostly I remember how they die. <laughs> That's what, I associate them with their death scenes. I'm sorry. Otherwise, they're so forgettable. It's, it's like, I don't know. It's it's standard uh, apocalypse movie shit. Like, and yet you somehow remember every inextricable detail of this movie. <laughs> Just not the people. Yeah, because like, cause like, I remember the black guy because I remember how he dies. I remember the woman because I remember how she dies. I remember the jerk scientist because I know how he dies. Mm-hmm. Um, also, spoilers. <laughs> I have. I was about to say I have another idea for a bonus episode where we um, teach Tepper what the fuck a spoiler <laughs> is. <laughs> but again, I was expecting answers like demolitions expert, yeah, scientist, captain, military guy. No. Woman scientist. Yeah, uh, uh, short like I scientist. Said, I I can't remember. It's like chaotic neutral. <laughs> Half elf scientist. We have scientist. a race class system. <laughs> um, I uh, to be honest, I I can't really remember what else distinguishes them other than their race and uh, skin color. Right. Wow. Now we know something uh, new about temper. Yeah, sorry. Wow. Um, the great canceling. You know, some people say. Uh, I don't see through that lens. Tepper pulls out a monocle. And <laughs> 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 sorry, what I meant was gender and skin color. Ooh, this Not is my miscegenation monocle. Let me check over here, make sure there's none of that. I see your skin color is light, but mm, the wrong race. <laughs> uh, all right, we'll see you after the film. <laughs> <laughs> no redemption. Dick! It's whales! The ultrasonics! They're singing to them! You gotta find the whale! And we're back. So, what did everyone think? Spencer, you wanna go first or I mean he'll he I... just won't stop if you let him start. <laughs> okay. I wish that we could have had a nap time. <laughs> somewhere I, in I, that I'm like, glad we don't like we we started we got started late 
and then and then we had delays but like holy christ that was like this oh my god like just to give you guys a little peek behind the curtain that's my whole saturday gone like oh Mm, no uh i I guess i'll give like a quick 20 seconds of my thoughts on this movie it's way too fucking long it's a (laughs) it's a super trashy uh apocalypse movie that uh should have ended like 30 minutes earlier at minimum it was all right. I don't know. Like, Rain of Fire is way better. The dumb stuff was really fun until it just didn't stop happening. Yeah. Uh, I, I, like, yeah. Like, yeah. If, it, if this was a 90-minute movie, I probably would have fucking loved it. Do you know, I think they could have chopped the 30 minutes off the front, to be honest. Because, like, I just uh-huh. did not care for any Clearly of that. Clearly, it should have been split into a core part one and a core part two. <laughs> Right. <laughs> well, and also the f- first 30 part minutes is like the most solid part of the movie because it's the time that they've had the least amount to fuck everything up. Yeah, so uh, turns out I'd only ever seen the second hour of this movie. Um, all the first hour was completely new stuff to me, and I'm glad it was because it was the worst part of the movie by far. Uh, and the last 20 minutes. I like how he sits on a corpse and he hasn't realized that he's been walking through like a corpse field for like <laughs> obviously 300 he's, feet. He's catching yeah. up with an like, old friend. <laughs> corpses as far as the eye can it's see. 32 corpses and they're all in front of him. Oh my he hadn't God. walked past any of them. Hey, physicists, we brought you to this warehouse filled with corpses to ask you if pacemakers yes to, okay to ask goodbye. you if somebody could have made an emp weapon which apparently the answer is so yes. i think this guy is bill nye because basically all of the science we see him do is him like using household implements to do practical demonstrations <laughs> yeah it's yes. he should really he really should have been a high school t- professor not a university professor like uh-huh um but then who would have restarted the core yeah so uh just to like finish off my thoughts this movie is bad, I think. Uh, parts of it are really fun. If I was ever rewatch it, I had started at the hour mark and ended at the, like, hour 45 mark. <laughs> no, no, it's the two-hour mark, because this is a two-hour, 20-minute movie. The problem with this movie is it's, like, a bad movie cock tease, where, like, it's so fucking long, and it's so bad, but it keeps on going, like, but what if I got good? And then you're like, huh? And you're just like, no, I'm bad. And you're just like, fuck. Again. Again, my trust has been violated. I I came here expecting to have a cooperative relationship with this film, and it's just like, eh, nope. (laughs) I'm surprised I saw this in theaters. Like it's that's a long movie at two in two thousand three to see in theaters. Yeah. Um, can we talk for a second about something I think is pretty pretty funny? Um well actually not funny. Um, you know the the shuttle crash at the start of this movie. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, just think for a minute about when this movie came yep. out, which is March of 2003. <laughs> oh, no. You yeah. might remember what happened in February of 2003. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, they had to, they had to, very, they had to recut the trailers. Oh, but not the movie. No, it's important that you know that there's a woman on that space shuttle. Because, I mean, like, so Spider-Man took the Twin Towers out of Spider-Man after there were no more Twin Towers. <laughs> What would you make them? What would you take the astronauts out and make them? 
drillers. Um, <laughs> just like just military pilots of any kind, like pilots of yeah. any kind, like them being yeah. spacecraft yeah, pilots, pilots was of no special importance to piloting a, a giant fucking drill <laughs> into the ground. <laughs> also, I have to be honest, I'm really surprised with the amount of like in atmosphere navigation gear that the space shuttle has. Like, obviously, they'd have some, but I just wouldn't assume that it would have a lot of shit on it for flying around in air. I do not trust it. It has landing gear. Yeah. I, it has wheels as landing gear, like... Yeah, and probably, like, flaps to go left or the right. They that is not how space works. <laughs> okay. When it comes to science, I trust yeah, this movie running. 0%. I do not trust anything that this movie has shown me in any way whatsoever. <laughs> But, but like, I mean, it keeps on trying to real. go like, but no science, and I go like, this doesn't make sense, and it 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 keeps on again like pretending that it does. Like I could get so on board with it if it if it didn't keep on trying to convince me that it made sense. Yeah, like if they just went, it's science shit. We're doing sci-fi garbage. I'd have been like, yeah, man, like. Fuck me up. Well, and like when they're like, oh, the core is made of cheese. I definitely <laughs> thought that that was going the direction of like, look, man, we're not <laughs> like, like I thought that that was the equivalent of the I'm not going to explain time travel to you. Right. Mm-hmm. Like the 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 science fiction hand wave of like, look, we don't have time to actually get into the theoretical physics of this. P.S. They don't exist. But like or like that's not the point of the movie. But then, but then it turns out that is the point of the <laughs> yes, movie. Yes, yeah, it's because awful. Because it was made, made of cheese. He did get there, and he's like, "Fuck! There's so much more cheese here than I thought our bombs would work." <laughs> <laughs> it's just um, not a very dense cheese. I think was the problem. <laughs> yeah, it's like a ricotta. <laughs> Needless to say, like he, and like I understand that like the entire point of that guy being in the movie was like, "Hey, he's a dick." Right? Yeah. Like, at no point did the movie try to go, like, but, like, maybe he's redeemable? He is redeemable. Yeah, he's totally redeemable. He's the best character in the whole movie. Wrong. Oh, okay, who's the best character? The, French, the French scientist, by far. Oh. Oh, wow, well, we all took different. <laughs> it's, I mean, prob- okay. it's, prob- it's probably Virgil's engineer. The yes. African American, as, as Tepper oh, would yeah. call him, black scientist. No, sure. Okay, I know he called him black scientist because I wrote them down for me to read off the list of characters as Tepper. No, 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 no. black so, captain. <clears throat> number one, serious black guy captain, who of course was the guy who designed the ship. Yeah, woman scientist. I assume that's Stanley Tucci. Yeah, jackass scientist, also Stanley Tucci. <laughs> Wait, what about short scientists? Standard action hero guy. That's Aaron Eckert. Yeah. Or maybe the astronaut captain? Yeah, he was a pretty standard action hero guy. And Although he was more of a father figure action hero guy. He did have a mansplain moment. And uh, finally, of course, second female lead who never showed up. Yeah, okay. So <laughs> I, I have never seen the first half of this movie. All I had to go off of was the like stuff in the second half that I saw in scattered bits in different contexts. Okay, like I remember. You remember two characters, like two of those. If I'm being generous, I'm like, yeah, I know those. Okay, characters. I remember three characters. I remember the the uh, Aaron Eckhart character. I remember the black guy, and I remember the asshole scientist. Everyone else, right, I forgot. Okay, okay. <laughs> 
three characters. Do you think that it's good or bad that Tepper saw more representation in this movie than actually existed? <laughs> like, that's what I'm saying. Like, in 2003, there was no way there was two female leads. I okay, when I when I couldn't remember a character, I just assumed I'm like, okay, they probably want to go for like diversity, so there's probably a second female in there. It did it did pass the Bechtel test though, so like I That's mean, insane. You know what it is? It's when they're talking like when they're about to do the takeoff, whatever you call that, when they're shooting into the into the ocean. And she I think it's like two words. She just says like, Are we ready to go? And the, the female captain chick is like, Yep. Check. <laughs> Or something like that. <laughs> that, that. Nailed it. That apparently counts. Wow. <laughs> um, wow. Yeah. Like sexism over. I mean, like <laughs> if you had asked me who the six characters would were, I would have been like, it's like six scientists. One one is a woman. One is one is is uh, African American. And I for and I would have mentioned Rat, but I forgot he doesn't actually go down there with them. Yeah. See, like so for me, I just assumed like. I just assumed they were all scientists going down there because, like, I why mean, they pretty much were? But because, because, like, because, like, my thing is, like, why would you stuff astronauts in there? Like, I, I, I well, so you've got two pilots, yeah, two scientists, scientists, an engineer. Why would you teach drillers how to be astronauts rather than teach astronauts how to be drillers in Armageddon? <laughs> oh. well, it's like, yeah, but like, oh god, <laughs> like, str- like. Fucking cr- like aerospace engineers don't fly planes. <laughs> we have pilots that do that. Oh man. Okay. Yeah. So did anyone? Cry? I just want to say, fuck the whales. <laughs> fuck the whales. Come on, the whales saved them. That was like, yeah, they were Chekhov's whales. They were perfectly established. Okay. Like, no. Yeah. No. No. Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. no. Yes. Look. No. Just because. Look, just because someone shows up in the first act of the film and says, like, one day I'll fart and it'll save everyone, and then later that happens, doesn't mean that it's, like, good. Just because you show up and you say... You've done it. (laughs) Filmmaking 301. Just because you show up in the first act and say a plot contrivance will happen later, and then later it does. Yeah, like, Chekhov's gun doesn't necessarily mean a good gun. It could, like, blow up in your face. No. No, I think Heather has the perfect, like you know reference to that which is that's filmmaking 101 (laughs) (laughs) which is what they use in this movie whenever they want to make you feel stupid oh it's so bad it's like i agree with like okay so so if this was a like 90 minute movie i could i could probably be like okay the whale part is really fucking dumb but like whatever but i was just so tired of this movie at that point and then when they go like whales it's the whales i'm like please put me out of my misery this is like the fifth problem that they've deus ex machina their way out of please please tell me another bogus science way that you would come up with to save them they had no power left you gotta got the whales i would let them die that's yes, yeah, well, I'd have, have them shoot to the, the fucking surface. This movie doesn't care what we believe I, at this point. I would have them, yeah, or like... It already has our money. Or, or like, I would make it float, like, just to the surface. But, like, in my version of the core, they hug and they go, we save the Earth, and then they fucking die. <laughs> yeah, they fucking then blow up. That's what, that would be amazing. Like, that, that's it. End of movie. <laughs> Okay. They, they, they cut they cut the orgasm scene with the ship exploding. <laughs> oh, I, it just uh, um, the Earth restarting the like, ultimate orgasm. It just keeps 
presenting us with problems that it doesn't have a solution for and then like getting nervous when we ask about the problems that it just presented us with and just kind of like throws glitter in our face and i'm just like stop please i have so much glitter in my eyes already (laughs) he should have just used the cell phone with unlimited long distance minutes that's how they should have contacted them how the fuck were they talking to nasa and not able to talk with them how how were they not able to talk to each other a lot Oh, no, 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 no. Them talking to each other. That's cool. No, they couldn't talk to each other. Because, like, if I put a radio transmitter in the middle of a long metal tube, it'll totally work no. inside that metal tube. But if I bury that metal tube no, no, under the never, crust of the earth... They could never talk to each other. That was the Yeah, thing. they tried so many times. They That's could talk to NASA at. and it's not like to how, each other. How are they having no problem talking to NASA, but within this short metal tube... Hey, guys, you back there? I'm not, like, not ha- yeah, getting it easy from... Woman character yelling. I can't hear you. Tone? Her tone that whole time was like, guys, stop fooling Excuse around. Me, I'm yeah. busy ejecting pods. Well, that's, beca- that's because she's never faced hardship. Uh, she she has never faced failure, and so she cannot be a leader. I don't know, she okay. killed that French guy right Until away. Until her, like, captain friend dies. Because that, like, seems no, no, I know. I... pretty much like failure. And then the after the second fail, like... Yeah, like yeah, the she, first time, sure, but like, also, did was she did she need to be strapped into that chair while they were doing that? Like, was she actually yeah, like yeah. piloting the ship around, oh, sure. or could she have like gone and seen what was up? She was piloting, because like okay. they, yeah, had to, the they, they had to they had to release diamond. the bombs at exactly specific coordinates and whatever. So she was right. piloting, which solves the problem that they made for themselves by telling us they had autopilot. <laughs> Why did they? <laughs> I don't. <sighs> but it has to be exact. Why did they bring spacesuits, but they didn't think to program the computer to see empty space? Kind of seems like the only place you'd need a spacesuit is empty suits. space. Not, okay, not space okay, suits. okay. Give, give, give me ten seconds here. Why, when you're going into the center of the Earth, did you not program your ship to also take energy from the heat? The thing where all, all he needed to do was weld the cables to the wall! Oh, what if we need an extra seven pounds of plutonium? Where are we going to get that? Why didn't they just drop in through that volcanic vent and go all the way to the core with absolutely no issue? They didn't know about the cheese, maybe, in advance. (laughs) Did you guys know that nuclear uh, weapons are, like, modular? Yeah. Like, if you don't really have quite enough... Just pack some more plutonium around Yeah, you just throw some more plutonium kind of in the area. I actually want to have a conversation about that okay. because I know that like nuclear bombs, right? They won't go off if you get them hot or you like blow up around them kind of deal, right? Yes. But, but okay. like if I if I understand it correctly, what makes a nuclear bomb go off is how a little bit of nuclear bomb makes more nuclear bomb very quickly. So like hypothetically, if you already have a nuclear reaction going off, within, like, four feet of some more nuclear material. It seems reasonable to me that that would get absorbed. I don't know. I know that, like, this is the one opportunity I have to vouch for this movie scientifically, <laughs> but, like, I think that is actually how that would work. Okay. I, I'm not a nuclear scientist by any stretch of the imagination. I don't, like, me either, but I think the whole point is that it has to be, like, all Precise. in the same place, like, very, very touching each other for that chain like reaction contiguous. to happen. Because otherwise... What's happening is the thing that you said can't make it happen, which is like it's just heat from the the first reaction. It's not. I don't know. Okay. Like like okay. Suspension of disbelief. Fine. Whatever. <laughs> strap 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 explosive thing to more explosive thing to make bigger explosive thing. 
Okay, you know, whatever. It's all the other shit. And also, they're like pretenses at being accurate. Like, this movie really should have just built itself as a like, pure sci-fi That's bullshit. exactly it. Can can we talk about the pigeon scene for like the next half hour or so? Because, oh man! Like just okay, the birds. So right off the top, they say, "How do birds navigate with their eyes?" Yeah. And he's like, "Okay, yeah, for close range. But what about long range? The birds they're taught they they are the pigeons that live in London. They do not migrate. Yeah. <laughs> they are not using." fucking geomagnetic anything to go anywhere they eat crumbs at a grandma's hand and that's it like also they're dive bombing everyone and also i don't think pigeons even if you have two or three break glass and 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 they tell us that that's not how pigeons work like they give us the information that they use eyes at short range and like i don't I don't see any long-range migratory flying into the windows. It seems like that's where the eyes come off. <laughs> I really like your glitter analogy, Spencer. This is this movie is this is like the movie equivalent of Magic Man from Adventure Time. <laughs> exactly. So he's just constantly hurting you. So when he's generating his like two year <laughs> pretending it's fun. When he's generating his two year simulation or whatever, he asks about he's just like, give me like like beach dolphins and whales too. Like anything that's anything that's wild that's dying, and it's just like the he wire, says, all the he says, give fight. me any strange story over the last three months. It's like, what the Two years. fuck are you doing? <laughs> okay, can we talk about the tech in this movie? Because, yeah. fuck, man, the tech in this movie. So, like firstly, I didn't, I didn't realize that the scene in my brain that I had as, like, the stock footage for man erases things as the FBI coming <laughs> came from this movie. <laughs> yeah, they're kidding. This is actually yeah. awesome in that respect. But, like, legitimately, I realized as I was watching it, I was like, holy shit, this is the movie where this scene is in. Like, I remember that, specifically. Um, One of the few good scenes in a movie. Straight up fuck Why? that. Why? He's so magical. Yeah. Don't be you love science around. and whales. It's basically Heather. I. Oh, ouch. It... <laughs> I can hear you saying that rudely, and I think that that's not a bad thing. I just am only mad at your tone. <laughs> How dare you all no. be... Like, that's DJ Qualls. He's a... He's a I, I'm, Heather, I'm, he I'm not saying that negatively. I'm just like, I'm imagining the FBI showing up at your door and you going like... <laughs> yeah, shove pizza snacks in all the plates. Yeah, yeah, chocolates and all the USB ports, like, you know, <laughs> running through your house, stepping on your laptop, like, <laughs> chocolates and all the USB ports. Fuck a whole dick. He'll never get it out. Uh. <laughs> so apparently, so like in this, in the movie, he requested Xena films and Pizza Pockets. Yeah, um, you. Apparently, in the trailers, it was Star Trek: The Original Series and SpongeBob SquarePants. Oh damn! Always, pe- always hot pockets, though. I like Star Trek. That would make him more redeemable to me. Like, obviously, he's requesting Xena to masturbate, right? Like, do people I, genuinely yeah. like Xena? Yes, my mom Zena's does. Rad. Yeah, my yeah. mom love fucking loves Xena. Oh, okay, all right, I'll take it. Yeah. Um. But yeah. I mean, Spongebob, SpongeBob early seasons was very redeemable as well. Yeah, Spongebob, hell yeah. Who the fuck thought that she was talking about Spongebob when she said he just wants that to masturbate too? 
<laughs> Nobody? You? Well, you evidently. Yeah, well, well, no, when, you, when you're just like, oh, yeah, but, like, Spongebob's redeemable, too. I was like, yeah, no, that, I don't think that was in question. <laughs> no, no, I like it's a good yeah. show. That's... Oh, is, yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. Heather was saying. Yeah, it makes them more likable. Is now a good... Um, is now, like, a good opportunity to um, reveal the, like, royalty, the never-end-the-story royalty of the writer of this movie that we discovered? Um, yes, please tell. Go ahead, yeah. Um, there are two writers, John Rogers and somebody else. Um, but, uh, oh, wow, he went to McGill. That's weird. Anyways, um, he also wrote Catwoman. <gasps> like Halle Berry Catwoman? <gasps> yes. Oh, yeah. And, tra- and the oh, first Transformers movie. This is fantastic. Oh, you know, and the what? Sorry, which Transformers? The first Transformers like movie. That check, the first Transformers That checks movie. so hard. Doesn't that check Because out? they have yeah. an exact same FBI sequence in the first Transformers movie, too. What oh a God. hero of cinema. No. Thank you. He should be, he should be publicly flogged. <laughs> Stop lubricating the man. Come on, that was a fun movie. That was not hateful. It was way too long, but it was fun. It was a very entertaining Dodge commercial. <laughs> I don't know if that's true. I every time I try to watch the Transformers movie, I fall asleep. <laughs> Me too. Me too. Every oh, time. Talking about no, the there are no movies I fall asleep during except the Transformers movie. That's surprising, Leo. I fell asleep during Michael Clayton. How do you know that is? It's like a George Clooney movie. It was kind of boring. Okay. I was probably too young for it. Yeah, uh, I watched the first Transformers movie. My memories of it is probably better than what the actual movie is like. Similar to my memories of the core was better than what actually happened. <laughs> you probably watched Transformers as a teen, though. I probably didn't watch the first... Like, I didn't fall asleep the first time I watched the Transformers movie, but I've seen it, like, two or three times after, and I always fall asleep during, like, the last fight scene. Yeah, I, I think the thing about, like, the briefest side about Transformers movie, there was some heavy military money in there. Oh, oh yeah. man, did, did yeah. that movie make the U.S. military look so fucking yeah. good? I mean, yeah, like... Xbox money? Yeah, the killer Xbox. Yeah, I mean, Michael Bay just um, wants to make things for the military. It's all he wants. So, I think I can summarize my thoughts on this movie by saying this movie was nowhere near good, and it wasn't <laughs> bad enough to be, like, campy. It just was, like, offensive <laughs> in the ways that it was bad. Like, like it didn't it didn't even aspire to anything in its failure. I don't think I would call it, it just... What about the philosopher, Spencer? I thought you'd be super into him. The, 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 the man who said, I can save the world if you let me smoke yes. a cigarette? Oh, Tucci nailed that rule. No, Tucci, Tucci oh, was really yes, fun to was. watch in this. Yeah. Oh, he was really fun to watch, but, like, what a nozzle. I can now reveal that his is the death I cried at, like, a baby when I was a child watching this oh. movie. <laughs> that makes sense. That makes sense. He is absolutely who you want to be. I, I loved it. I thought he was so fucking deep, too, when I was a kid. Oh, man. I was like, yeah, I should be a scientist. <laughs> <laughs> and here I am. This is knowledge I could have lived without knowing. <laughs> My, um, my my opinion I, of you is now lower. <laughs> they're like earthquake machine weapon. That, oh, whole, that don't, is not don't, necessary. Don't even Take, they could have taken out that whole forty five minutes. Absolutely, they could have. Also, yeah. a a stupid fucking idea. Oh yeah. <laughs> like who's sitting and, around? Like you know what we should pour millions of dollars into an unreliable earthquake weapon? 
Okay, we gotta destroy <laughs> them. All he was there us. to do. It's mad. Was to make him slightly more of a nozzle. It, because it just means that it was his fault all the fucking long. And he just wants to have this guy's plan not work out so that his plan can work out. Which is to use my machine again that I built. I mean, if it stopped the core, it can obviously start it. That's just science. <laughs> the the general is such a perfect example of, like, what liberals think a conservative is. Yes. Of just, like, I'm a kind of a hard-nosed asshole who I'm always going to do the wrong thing, and all I care about is is the weapons. And that, the that's pretty good. <laughs> like, and he just constantly makes the bad call. Yeah. And, he, and the people are like, you're making a bad call. He's like, I know. Okay, so, so remember when we were uh, watching War Games and talking about it, and we went... Wow, that general's actually like pretty cool. He he defies the usual general stereotype. The usual general stereotype is the guy in this movie. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's exactly like that guy was a subversion of this. Yes, but like in reverse order. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where that guy subverted? He's like twenty years from now, there will be characters that I am going to look very contemporary to. <laughs> <laughs> so oh bad, so bad so bad just talking about this movie just reinforces how bad this movie is hey, why did they have a windshield <laughs> it was a no, screen it was like a they didn't screen. have a windshield they had screens but if they had screens why did their fucking chairs need to swivel because <laughs> they because when they launched they're in a tube yeah but when they launched they were facing the other way right for some reason, I don't know why. Jeez. Exactly yeah, for what reason? For why? Jeez. They just—I mean, they, for, because for why? Because it's more convenient to get out of, out of a chair and walk forward than to walk backwards. Yeah. They had look. They had three months to design this ship. He couldn't take out the swivel chair design. Okay. <laughs> what he should have done is um, not had swivel chairs and instead had an emergency override that didn't require someone getting baked alive. <laughs> The ship had okay. one purpose. It's not like he's on the Starship fucking Enterprise trying to like, oh, I have to make this ship of whatever do this other thing, and we'll make it work to like save the Mathorians. No, he knew it was going to the center of the fucking Earth, and he's like, do I need to like insulate this chamber from heat? And he goes like, nah, the engineer will die. I wonder who that'll be. Yeah. I mean, that that chamber wasn't supposed to be that hot. It they lost most of their liquid nitrogen or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, the the it, diamond sequence because it, it the diamonds. I think. No, because because in order to get out, no, they needed no, to. No, it was it was it it was the it was the geode because when he yeah, when he was, was getting yeah, conscious, oh, he's like, sure is hot in here. It's like, yeah, we lost some ni liquid nitrogen. Yeah, it was the tumbler cavern. Yeah, that's sorry, that's what I meant by the diamonds because there's oh yeah, no, there's the diamond asteroid field and then there's the geode. Field. Yeah. That that brings me to a thing I wanted to bring up about this movie. I thought the first half was a lot better than the second half because I find the second half is like people sitting in a tube and then every time they show something that's not in the tube, it looks like garbage. <laughs> and I just don't think they thought very much yeah. about what the visual reality of the second half of this movie was going to be. If you're I drilling through the agree. center of the earth, you can't fucking see anything and you can't visually show anything that's interesting. So... Have you guys ever seen Journey to the Center of the Earth based on, like, the Jules Verne book? Yes. It's a classic yeah. film. That's... Yeah. So you notice how, like, halfway through that book, they find dinosaur land <laughs> where it's a new earth underneath because it turns out they've been crawling through tunnels for a long fucking time. Don't spoil this too hard. I want to bring this movie now because Tupper hasn't seen it. Yeah, I haven't seen it. Uh, but, okay, so the reason I like the second half better than the first half 
is at least something happens. I find the first half is so overlong and it's so much set up and just people talking to each other and nothing really like that bird scene was easily twice as long as it needed to be. The birds are going crazy. They're crashing into stuff. Okay, cool. Whatever. I don't fucking care. Like, I get it. Shit's happening to the earth. Uh, the second half, like, yeah. Can we cut that out? <laughs> what? That just, you saying, I get it, shit's happening to the earth, and you can just put that <laughs> just, in. I don't care. It's like you talking to Greta Thunberg. <laughs> it's a good part. I mean, I mean, feel free. Like, like well, I'm but down. They had to, they had to show us shit going wrong on the, wrong on the surface, yep. otherwise it's just more tube time. Yeah, yeah, D- don't get me wrong. Well, I mean, it I'm, wasn't tube time yet. I, I'm, I'm fine with them showing stuff going wrong. It just, everything was twice as long as it needed to be. Like, this movie should have been a half hour to 40 minutes shorter. Yeah, no, I definitely no, agree. It should, it should have been 40 minutes shorter. Like, 45, even an hour shorter. Like, it's too There were so many scenes where long. you're just like, I get it already. Yeah. Well, you remember we were talking about, in Reign of Fire, like, I don't know what you would add. Like, and we were, and we were, uh, like, you know, like, every minute is... Like, also a very stupid movie, but almost every minute leads towards something. Yes. Whereas this movie is just so much wheel spinning. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, how how many hoops can we jump through to get Aaron Eckhart and Hillary Swank alone? And once I they're know. alone, do we care? No, we didn't yeah. care. Nope. Like, during so many scenes in this movie, I wish someone would run and go, fuck, the dragons are here. Because I would be like, <laughs> finally. Yeah. Something to move the plot like, along. Like, when, when, when the two scientists are brought in for the, the pacemaker thing. As soon as they confirm that the that what happened, the general should have gone. Guess what? We need your help for something else. R- straight lead in into project to get to restart the core. Like, uh-huh. that, uh huh. There was just twenty minutes of nothing. It was oh. We should... Well, it's because it had to make sure that it had some of the day after tomorrow in there where we have scientists figuring out what's wrong. But like that takes a long fucking time and leads us basically nowhere. Other than where we were going to go anyway. Okay, maybe this is just nostalgia talking. The Day After Tomorrow is ten times oh, better I than agree. this fucking movie. Day After Tomorrow is so, decent. Oh, I think Day yeah, After Tomorrow it doesn't has... have an extra 40 minutes of dicking around. Well, yeah. and also it's visually really yeah. cool. Yes, it is. Like, we get to see this, like, frozen cathedrally, like, New York. Like, that's so cool as opposed to darkness. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> A literal like bad hole. magma effects. <laughs> and, like, it turns out that when you're floating in magma, magma looks like nothing. So... CG in this movie is fucking dog shit. That's quite bad. It's <laughs> bad. bad. Legitimately, the, I think the okay. potato quality that we watched that <laughs> helped because it, the, the the bad CG was so compressed. No, no, no. I watched I I, I watched uh, a Blu-ray version of it. Um, doesn't help. It's it is. Oh man. Okay. The Colosseum and like Rome getting hit by that lightning storm was. Probably some of the worst CG I've ever fucking seen in a movie before. It was terrible. It's weird because that because yeah. the Colosseum was an actual model. Like really? It a, yeah, it was a forty foot model. Sh- Damn, they wow. they must have shot that awfully because it looks so bad. I thought it was pretty funny that like they had to wait till the end of the movie to destroy anything in America because it's an American movie. But like in the first fifteen minutes, they're like, "And we blew up all of Italy." Fuck it. Yeah, just just, just thirty two people dying to pacemakers because that's just that's just a normal day for the U.S. Only thirty two people. Is that a stat? Yes, because it was in a ten block area. Yeah, Green that, World. Those day. ten blocks stopped ha- having pacemakers. Green World Day. What on earth is Green World Day? day? 
<laughs> Green Day would have made this I movie agree. better. We should have had them rocking out. I mean, there was a 30 Seconds to Mars song at the end. Like, this movie disrespects me as a viewer by continuing <laughs> to um, pretend that it cares about what I think and then not caring what I think. Like, there are lots of movies that go, like, I don't care what you think. And I go, like, I'm on board with this. But it goes, like, hey, what if we had a MacGuffin? And I was, like, well, how would you get the MacGuffin? And it's, like, it's right here. Fuck you. And I'm just, like, ugh. It's only making bad This is grand. I think this is the strongest you've ever come out against a movie Yeah, ever. I know why you so mad. And, like, okay, legitimately, I was thinking about this in between stopping the movie and starting recording because like obviously we have to rate this at some point um and i do genuinely feel that the purpose of art is to be evocative (laughs) and this movie has evoked a lot out of me but i don't (laughs) think that it was at all what it was trying to evoke and i think that's a really (laughs) crucial second component to just being evocative at all (laughs) because like i think this movie wanted me to say cool not Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> also, de- definitely like a couple of the deaths they, they wanted you to feel emotions for. There was no emotional core to this movie no, whatsoever. Not Fuck. even a bit. Yeah, I don't think I no, knew. Again, the, the emotional core stopped because of Destiny. <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel like the only one that you really could have felt bad for is the French guy, but I didn't know him enough as a character yeah. to feel bad for him. I, I, I mean, okay, so they fall into the sand. Like That's a why they showed us a know, picture like, of his children. So yes. Because they're like, what if we made you feel bad in retrospect? I love okay. it because he's like, he's like, this is my notebook. You'll need it for the bombs. And it's just like, this is just, this is just a bunch of pictures of your kids' drawings. <laughs> yeah. So, the yeah, like, I mean, apocalypse movies in general tend to like have really cookie cutter characters because the purpose of the movie is to blow shit up, not like make you make you care about who's blowing the shit up. Uh, like Armageddon, like every character is an archetype. Same in this movie. The French guy was probably, like, the most likable character in this movie, I felt like. The only other one that I thought was, like, alright was, like, Rat, but, like, he really overstayed his scientist. welcome. Black, sorry, yeah, Black, Black Science Man. Okay. Sorry. Uh, uh, no, his name in here is Serious Black Guy Captain. <laughs> which I don't think fully describes no. him except for Black Guy. <laughs> no, I mean, you could say he's serious about his ship, and that'd be about yeah. it. Okay, I had the monocle on. I couldn't see anything for the skin color. <laughs> We're just trying to name him. I'm, s- I'm, I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, oh. Okay, but yeah, his okay. His death was probably the best death in the whole movie. Like yeah, him it, it walking through that something. tunnel, and, and like yeah, I, I, mean, I tend to be it a wasn't sucker just an for accident. Yeah, and like I tend to be a sucker for like guys in movies or like. Also, women in movies who uh, <laughs> black people in movies, but not black guys in black people in movies, who do like the march toward death, like knowingly. Like those those types of sequences tend to get to me. They tend to be usually pretty good, even if they're in like a bad movie like this. So his death was very very good. I know this might just be too big brain, but they said that the suit 
was only made to withstand half of the temperature of the tunnel. That was his theory, yeah. So what they should have done was put, put on two on. suits. Two suits. <laughs> two suits. Wow. That's why they should send philosophers down, not scientists. <laughs> that would have made as much sense as literally any other part of this movie. So one of the one of the first compartments they ejected was the one that had suits in it, and they just left those in there. It's like maybe you should like. Pull those up to the front. In or case like you have need planned them. that in the first place if they knew they were ejecting bits. Yeah. yeah. Like what if you had, what if the piece that had to be ejected was the pilot area? You can't pilot, well I guess you can, no, like, you know. Why did he bring the axe with him? Uh, for, to show how hot it was. It was a science axe. It's a science axe? Like in Total Recall? No, but honestly, like, Rain of Fire shows you exactly the right way not to care about certain aspects of a thing, mm, and the yes. core shows you exactly the wrong way to not care about certain aspects yeah. of a thing. Um, why was he playing a trumpet at Rocks at the start? Uh, I think it was to show s- sound. Yeah, he was teaching oh, a lesson on oh. sound waves. But he's a... And it's sound... He's a like a rock ultrasound doctor? He's a scientist, Chris. He's a <laughs> professor. <laughs> at, a, at a college. But, you know, NASA's looking for people. Also, um, I just want to say that I, the, my suspension of disbelief, I think, was first tested when she said, what do you do? And he goes, oh, I'm just a humble college professor. And I'm like, no college professor in the history of, of the world has ever just said, oh, I'm just a college professor. Call me doctor. Also, I make like 120K yeah, would a year. But you absolutely know. respond with, I am the linchpin of the entire faculty, if not the university itself. Oh, man. I have... Uh, you probably love this, Spencer. Have you seen that study? It was a study of Harvard uh, professors, and they asked them to rate themselves among their peers, like if they thought they were, uh, you know, better than all their other. All of them rated themselves as in the ten, top ten percentile of college professors, like nice. every single one. Well, fucking course they did. <laughs> Listen, you don't get a PhD without thinking you got a huge uh, intellectual. Or like dick. teach at Harvard. You do if you do a lot of research very quickly for a very specific man who's in a hurry. Yeah. <laughs> True. Uh, uh, I wanted to forget about that. Oh, that's so stupid. That's another whole scene that could have been removed from that fucking movie. But he Ugh. needed to he needed to do the science. Well, and that was another one of the tech scenes because they love just throwing in weird tech references for no reason when he's like when they're like, that's a lot of research or whatever. And he's like, use the T1 line. Do you guys know how fucking fast a T1 line is? It's like a couple megabits a second. Like, it is not, it's not fast. <laughs> I mean, did did you see the computers they were using in yeah, the, it's faster those than movies? You, that movie? Even. <laughs> that was kind of nostalgic to see them watching the news. And I realized like, oh, this is like three or four years pre-YouTube. They're watching like a <laughs> QuickTime video or something. <laughs> yep. Virus bot. Oh, I did like virus bot. Virus bot. I made a virus bot. <laughs> that that character is just fun in every way. Yeah, no, Rat, Rat is excellent. Yeah. He's like the prototypical movie hacker that Look, knows, knows nothing about, about computers. The thing is, is like I wanted to like him, but again, this is another insult from the movie because they keep on like going yeah. like, "Isn't this guy cool?" And I go like, "He could maybe be cool." And then he goes like, "My kung fu is strong," and I'm like, "Fuck you." <laughs> <laughs> another betrayal i don't feel like they ever tried to make him cool like he very rap he, like no. right at the start he's just like he's like i'm a virgin 
I think they tried to make him Big Bang Theory. Cool, I think he's yeah. a proto yeah. Big Bang yeah, Theory. Yeah, 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 yeah. But like, he's clearly supposed to be admirable. Like, he's the guy at the end who does the cool thing, and like, he's not. He's, nobody laughs at him. I think he's in the movie for the for the people who watch the movie to go like, oh, he's like my son who likes computer. I understand this character. <laughs> he's like the gamers. He was like me. During my whatever that would have been. Oh, Eleven? Math. Jeez. Would that be your 11th birthday? 2003. Uh, I was 11. 12th birthday? Probably 12th. Just like me. <laughs> it's like I'm looking at a mirror. <laughs> but you can get your own damn pizza pockets. Hot pockets. I like how he, um... I don't know if you guys noticed this, but he programmed it so that when his computers finished wiping, they displayed yes, a picture I of the American that. flag. That was pretty good. <laughs> That's, That's, good. A, good That's a nice touch yeah. when you know you're like, what's what's the hotkey for I'm being <laughs> raided by the FBI? Oh, these four keys. Better never press those. It will instantly destroy everything. Okay. What should I have it do after it's done that? I know. Display pictures of fucking bald yeah. eagles in the American <laughs> Play the flag. <laughs> like, that's actually cool and fun. Like, that whole sequence Purge. was fun. Purge. Purge. Yeah, that sequence was fun, but then he starts going by Kung Fu is strong. Come on, oh, he's a young I mean, he make, does that the... at the very end. First, he tells you he speaks one language. Oh, yes, language. it's one oh one. One zero one one. Oh, uh, that, that... Again, <laughs> fuck you. Okay, so they followed up a good scene with that scene, and I went, "That this is garbage, please stop. Like That was the only scene of the movie I really remembered. Going into and this. like this is exactly my point where you keep on it'll show you something and you keep on going like maybe I can buy into this movie and then like you're like maybe I'll bite the ice cream and it slaps it out of your hand like you've seen those gifts where the guy just keeps on again like cock teasing you Ooh. with the ice cream because he knows I he's got like 19 ice cream cones and he's better than you and you just keep on sitting there going like do I get to eat the ice cream and the answer is no I'm looking for links I like no ice cream I like when the ice cream yeah, man cock teases me. <laughs> <laughs> really missing out on something. <sighs> <sighs> Fuck. No, I think, it, I think it wasn't I think, bad enough to I think good. everything Rat did was perfect. It, he was just terrible, and it was perfect. Okay. DJ Qual is uh, my hero. A large part of it I did really like with him. I just felt like... But I mean, like, this applies to the whole movie. Just by the end, I was like, okay, like, enough. Like, free me from these shackles. Let me go. Let my people go. Um, do you recognize him from anywhere, Tepper? DJ Qualls? No. Where is he from? Really? I'm gonna. I'm about to. Well, first of all, he was in both the music video for "Pinch Me" and "I'm Just a Kid." I've seen just, neither of those. You haven't seen "Simple Plans." <laughs> I'm just a kid. I, I, no I, I've listened to it. Haven't seen the music video. Um, he's. Uh, he is. Oh, I, I can't spoil that for people who are maybe gonna watch this. He's in um, "Man in the High Castle." <sighs> Oh, okay. Interesting. Remember in the first season, he keeps going over and like asking him what he's 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 the guy that the other guy that works in the factory. Oh yeah, yeah. Now I now I remember. Yeah. Have you finished watching? Which is like season? a really serious role for DJ Qualls. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Have you finished watching season three? By the way. I am. Oh, I still need to watch it. I'm so far behind. Did you like it? Yeah, he's in everything. Breaking Bad. Who was he? Who? 
He's. Do you remember when like Jesse was selling drugs and had a few like lower level drug dealers? He's one of those. Oh, he's one of those. Okay. 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 Cool. Does anyone else have any more thoughts um, about this movie? I would movie? just like to ask. Uh, I just want to ask who everyone's favorite character was. Uh, I like Captain Pike. I don't know what he's called in this, but he's Captain yeah, Pike in Star Trek. Job. He's good. Mm. He had the least time to upset me. <laughs> it's too. the best you can ask for. Well, he was kind of there. He was he was a working man. You know, he was there to like put the do work for the plot, and he worked yeah. on the plot, and then he died. Yeah, and, and and Tepper, I saw that you had criticism of his advice. I thought he had good advice for her. It, it definitely seemed like he was going to sit down and mansplain to her, but like when he's like, "No, you've always won, and like you did a good job, but like you staged us up, and you've never lost, and I think you need to know what loss is like." And then it turns out that like, yeah, loss was hard. Yeah. Okay. Like, so like that was that was a totally acceptable piece of <laughs> yeah, advice. Yeah, that seems like just splaining. <laughs> just happens to be. Yeah. Opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he was maybe old splaining. Yeah, like I was, I was fine with it. I just kind of felt like, well, if you never put them in charge, they'll never have the chance to fail. So, like, that's a fair point. Like that was more so why I felt like it was a bit of a broken fable of like, no, like she needs to have a chance. You need to give her a chance to fail for that to happen. Um, mm. But it's like, also I like he was, he was fine. It's also like the older white man telling the woman that she's never faced hardship. But I mean, like, would that scene be any better if it was a woman telling a man that same advice? No, that would be more annoying really. to me. That's why I think man's playing well, dumb. Okay. Honestly, I don't even think that it was a, like, it would be one thing if he, like, didn't know her. But, like, they clearly had a long-standing personal relationship. Yes. So when he says to her, like, you've never known, f- you've never known failure. He's not saying you've never known hardship. He's like, I know you and you've, you've succeeded at everything you've ever tried to do. And it's hard to lose, and then you haven't had the emotional experiences to go like, like I, yeah. I personally am willing to stand by that was a legitimate and unbiased piece of advice to give to her that she actually probably didn't need to hear. Uh, it, it it was better than when I first heard it. Like like I do I do agree like ninety percent with you. I just think like he um, needed to give her the chance to fail. They they named the the submarine the Earth ship. Virgil. Uh, Virgil, right? Yeah. As a as a reference to Dante's mm-hmm. Inferno. Yeah. Do you think anyone who wrote this movie or was at all involved in this movie has ever read or even thought about reading Dante's <laughs> Inferno? Not even close. <laughs> I mean, because they really throw that away. Yeah. Do you get the impression that this movie was written by people who read? <laughs> Spencer, favorite character. Favorite character. Um. The fish. The whales. The whales. We confirmed that one. That's the joke. Got whooshed. I (laughs) come back to me. (laughs) (laughs) Bad sign. Um, I guess I'll go unless someone else really wants to jump on this grenade. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, I think like. Uh, uh, a black serious captain science man i think overall was the best it was like the french guy was good but he just didn't have enough time in the movie whereas black black science guy got like an extra like 30 minutes <laughs> so and like and like his death scene was really good like it was like yeah, the I'll best death in the movie yeah i think tucci would have upped him on the death scene if he'd been smoking while he died or was he smoking hmm <laughs> 
Oh boy, never yeah, mind. He, he was, was smoking. He was. Yes. I mean, like, yes. fuck, what's Oh, yes. <laughs> Tucci was just, I don't know. I'm sorry, don't insult He was Tucci. an asshole and not a very interesting <sighs> one. He was so deep, though. <laughs> I mean, I think we know who my answer is. But... <laughs> yeah. Okay, Heather, who was your favorite character? Oh in my the gosh, movie? the whales, because they pissed Spencer off so much. <laughs> <laughs> Good answer. You could have just not even bothered to tell me it was a problem. Um, I think the black woman who worked at NASA who said, I need to know what's going on to do my job. Sticks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I believed everything about her character the entire that's way fair. through. <laughs> Somehow that's yeah. the only character name I know. Well, that's than actually surprising. I think it's because I was paying attention for the last 10 minutes of the movie and they said her name. Well, actually, that was probably like 40 minutes from the end, but whatever. <laughs> 10 minutes before it should have ended. 40 minutes. Yeah. I don't actually think the general did things that were wrong. He definitely didn't aspire to the same heights as the general from War Games, but like. <laughs> when he. Like, he. he pulls I, an earthquake I don't think he machine. made horrible decisions. You think well, he did things okay. that were wrong? Okay, like, like, okay, they're on the verge of success with their plan. Wait and give them a couple more minutes before firing off your weapon, or just go like, eh, whatever, I'll just fire off the weapon anyway and potentially fuck everything up. Like, you don't... Yeah, especially, too, because, like, the, um, the ticking clock on what happens if this doesn't go right, if I'm not mistaken, it wasn't a matter of seconds, it was a matter of, like, weeks. Yeah. Well, their yes. their original time scale, yeah, was like months. Yeah. But it got moved up so to who knows what. But um, did they ever tell them? Oh, they did. No, they said that they would think up something. They never actually told not NASA that they had a. Uh, but they were like listening in because they cut to NASA waiting as the nuclear bombs went off. True. Unless I've, like, misread that scene really bad, but, like, yeah. I'm pretty... No, you're absolutely right, and NASA clearly had, like, up-to-date real-time response yeah. telemetry on what the fucking core of the Earth was doing. <laughs> yeah, that was yeah. impressive. Like, the whole time, like, all the conversations on the ship, the whole time, I, and then it cuts back to NASA and they're listening to them, and I'm just like, hold the phone. You mean these people are just, like, screaming at each other and NASA isn't up there going, like, Guys, we're having a psychological breakdown on the crew that we sent down with nine <laughs> nuclear bombs to the center of the Earth. Um, we need to get, like, some counselors on the phone and try to disarm the situation. They're not like, we're just going to ride this out and see how this goes. <laughs> or maybe they could only hear but not speak because of no reason at all. I never, I didn't get the sense that they were, could hear them the whole time. I got the sense that they had, like, one conversation after the second death when they're like, time to destiny. And then, well, but just but, then they were just staring then, at screens for the, the rest of it. When the French guy dies, they're all sad. Yeah, like the yeah. whole time they, well, that's, it keeps that's, cutting that's, back to them, like knowing what's that's going when on. When they contact NASA, because when the French guy dies, who's their bombs expert, he says, "Guess it's destiny time." Yeah. straight to the general. Like they obviously do communicate, but from from what I saw, that was the only time they communicated with. NASA. Yeah, but but it's just like because because they had that. No, there's definitely other times because yeah. like Rat gives them the clue about well, prime numbers or something. Sure. There's a bunch of dumb well, that's shit. The same scene. Yeah, but like the thing is, is like they have that scene when they're putting their nuclear plan into action, 
and like NASA is basically like watching as it happens. Like they 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 know it seems like 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 that's how I read the scene of like they know what's happening and they're waiting to see if the plan works. Meanwhile, General Guy is like, no, Destiny is gonna go. Like I don't know. Yeah, I, don't know. I always re- I always read the scene as them just staring at screens and doing absolutely nothing for whatever reason. Yeah, I think it's a minor. Like I, I feel like it's a pretty minor point to like squabble over. It's that whole section is kind of dumb anyway. Like we 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 need plot drama and something for the hacker to do. Fire off the weapon. So unobtainium. <laughs> Look. If we address every single frame in this movie, which we could, we'll be here till tomorrow. Pay us money yeah, on we... Patreon, and we'll do an extended commentary I of mean, the core. I be- like Heather's the one who wanted to talk about Unobtainium. We we have, if we talk for another half hour, we have talked for as long as the movie is. Yeah. And well, I will not stand for that. No, I'm, I'm yeah. pretty much done. I think Unobtainium yeah, is hilarious. Same. I love its tie-ins with the Avatar universe. It's great. We should use it more in more movies to make this better than the Marvel well, cinematic Well, because universe. apparently you can just solder wires to it and throw it in the oven. Oh, you can do it the electricity. At, like, exactly the correct voltage that you need to power all your computers. Why don't we just put a bunch of those wires into the middle of the earth? Then we got like endless energy. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, what, what connection with Avatar does this movie have? Uh, they they go to they go to Pandora to mine um, on obtainium. Oh, so get it so you can see which makes sense because it's obviously rad. Yeah, it's the, really good. Okay, the core cinematic universe. It's so like unobtainium <laughs> is a term used by science fiction fans uh, and some authors for extremely rare. Or not yet yeah. discovered or physically impossible substances. Also, in the 1950s and 60s, uh, engineers referred to titanium as unobtainium uh, because it was impossible to get from the Russians. Well, I huh. I really want to go discover a chemical now so I can name it unobtainium and just confuse the fuck out of everybody. Uh, <laughs> but Make it the uh, least I, useful. <laughs> I, I agree with Chris. Let us not make this podcast overlong um to tepris tops da, 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 da. we need we need to restart the tepris tops <laughs> throw some pigeons at the window and you got yourself a movie yeah um oh man where do i want to put this movie number one that kid's gonna have such a fear of birds yeah <laughs> It was like, mommy, look, a dead bird. And, he, and she's like, oh, don't worry about it. He's like, I'm not sure how I'm going to deal with this. And then it was like, what if millions of dead birds that attack you? Kid's dad had no idea how to use a video camera. No. It's just <laughs> no, like, that was awful. Kind of dropping it and taking two seconds here and then two seconds there. Look, he, he got to choose one proficiency and he chose baking. He chose poorly. See, the problem is, any movie I put this above, it's like an insult to that movie. <laughs> I mean, there's, uh, there's probably a breaking point. Yeah, I I agree with that. Yeah, no, like, I know there is. I was just making a bit of a joke. We're about to learn what it is. <sighs> was this movie worth watching? Um, for the record, <laughs> I've That's a real powerful my, question. I've not put myself as the bringer, because I wasn't even the one who wanted to watch this movie. Um, I think I just that we had started the weirdest this connection podcast to it. saying, 
that you brought it, so... Yeah. I'm fine. We can all bring it. Like, everyone had as strong a connection as I did. <laughs> you, you're just, you're trying to protect your rating. Yeah, I don't want, I don't want to take this hit. I'll leave it with my <laughs> I was dragged here kicking and screaming. I will not be put on this. <laughs> we, I, you, we rescheduled so you could be on this. <laughs> I think that's what he means by kicking and screaming. He kept being like, I don't think I can really make it. We were just like, oh, don't worry. We'll, we'll do it on things that you can. Said we I've could been, just I'm go sorry, ahead and do it sounds like the you. political tides are shifting towards leaving you high and dry on this. <laughs> okay, okay. I think... I think... Put this movie in the... In the number 41 slot. Ooh, wow. above twins, but just below Airbud and not worth watching. Wow. Yeah. I, I was would... gonna say I this movie's definitely better than Agent Cody Banks. Where did I put really? where did I put Agent Cody Banks? Forty six. Forty six. Oh, okay, yeah, so this movie is worth watching over Agent Cody Banks. I'm, I'm agreeing with you. Oh, oh, okay, I see, yeah. Just to like when I was looking at this list, I was looking here going like, okay, what would I put this above? And I really hated Agent Cody Banks too. Like, I struggled to stay awake during Agent Cody Banks 2. <laughs> this held my attention in spite of me. Yeah, okay, so this movie, um, I feel like The NeverEnding Story, even though I didn't super enjoy that movie, it was it at least, there was something interesting done there. Uh, Air Bud, see, I, I'm, I'm like, <laughs> I was really wondering of like, is Air Bud better than the core? Is the core better than Air Bud? Oh, I would watch Air Bud yeah. 20 times before I watch this movie again, Absolutely. I, <laughs> I went like, okay, Air Bud is purely worth watching for the, there's nothing in the rules that says a dog can't play. Like, that soul moment makes Air Bud worth watching. The Air Bud never insults me. It never says... <laughs> It was like, hey, what if we explained to you how the dog can play basketball? And then they were like, you will, you know, like it kind of like understands how the rules work and then show us it breaking the explanation they gave us. And they just go, the dog can play basketball, all right. And then it kind of goes about doing that. They actually do a pretty good job of explaining why that dog plays basketball. And probably stick to it. Yeah. So the problem with the core is I can think like off the top of my head, I can think of like 10 apocalypse disaster movies that are like 20 30 40 times better than this movie that i would watch over like this movie doesn't do anything interesting and like you would think like jury rigging like fucking nukes at the center of the earth would be cool but they do everything in their power to make it not cool um yeah i like i don't know i i just feel like i didn't get any kind of anything interesting out of this movie um, and any, like, entertainment I got out of it is more like, because I'm will, uh, yeah, I didn't even, mm, no, this movie's bad. <laughs> I feel like Twins is better than this movie, if, if only for the chain mm. scene. Yeah, so, yeah, a, a, and, like, let me, like, go further. This movie might change its position in that it will go down. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> because... It's going straight to the bottom, straight to the core. <laughs> I, I know that you have, like, you know, personal reasons for keeping Bedknobs and Brinsticks as the absolute last movie. You were not this upset about Bedknobs and Brinsticks <laughs> when it was over. I know, because Connor's gone back and rewatched that episode, and, like, they've said, yeah, you didn't really have that much of a strong opinion to it. Um, 
I'll just like like it's not really much of a secret. I keep it at the bottom out of spite. Yeah, yeah, we, oh, we, no, we all we know. know. Yeah, 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 yeah. I I figured you guys knew. I just figured I'd like vocalize it for everyone. Bed knobs and broomsticks will always be at the bottom out of spite. You're welcome. Um, yeah, the, the, uh, this movie. Yeah, it's just it's so long, it's so long, and <laughs> there's so many bad parts. Um, yeah, so I, I think like because yeah, like twins at least was like kind of interesting. Um, Happy Gilmore. Okay, you, yeah. you, 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 don't worry. You did it. Yeah. You don't have to keep rating it. You rated it. Yeah. Uh, sorry, I, I didn't mean to go over long. I was literally just about to cut it off. The core shall stay there. It's a bad movie. Agreed. I think that the villain is Captain Cigarettes. Really? Yeah, I thought because... it was the general. <laughs> well, no. No, it was the cigarette guy. Because uh, if Destiny is the villain... Then it's Cigarettes who's the villain, because he built Destiny and encouraged the use of it. The general was just like, okay. But the general was the one who let him build Destiny. <laughs> yeah, and probably the one who he told him Requested that he build Destiny. Yeah, he was like, and he's like yeah, other countries got the sure. machines. I, I would say the general, because he's their biggest obstacle between getting their mission done and not getting their mission done. That seems fair. General Purcell. Lieutenant General Purcell, yeah. According to IMDb, just General Purcell, so it sucks okay. to be him. He doesn't deserve well, a name. Well, I think, I think being a lieutenant general is less yeah. prestigious than being a general, so IMDb actually gave him a little, little bit of a promotion there. Mm-hmm. Number one villain, no contest. <laughs> <laughs> oh right i actually have to put him on the list um he was in the movie who is vince la roca again uh from sister act it looks like oh right yeah, yeah. put up put him below vince la roca second worst villain second worst villain he just and i mean like he didn't need to do a whole lot but he just uh he's he's bad yep do do we have a business dad no we could, french no no let's not the french guy he doesn't you're saving three people oh. <laughs> his specific children they, they literally take a book and shove it in our okay come on but to but the show us commander that he's guy a that like chicky looks up to that dies yeah, that's, he's that's kind a of a far figure. Yeah, that's a closer one than. And he's see, I was I was gonna suggest Brazelton because the ship is his. <laughs> okay, I like that the best. Is he dies for his ship. Virgil is his daughter. Well, to be fair, the si- the uh, the Frenchman uh, refers to the nukes as as his children as well. I would be fine with us just not doing a business dad for this movie. Same. So let's not do that. Unless people want to pick this hill to die on. No. Do we have, like, Pigeon Boy for Never End the Glory? Like... <laughs> I, I I was thinking rat. rat. Yeah. I was thinking oh, rat. yeah, definitely rat. Yeah, let's do rat. Yeah. His kung fu is strong. It's true. I feel like he was trying to make a Matrix reference. I was going to ask earlier, like, when did the Matrix come out? Uh, 2000. 
Oh yeah, 1999. Yeah, you're right. So like, I think that's what he was trying to do, but like, I don't think he is referencing the Matrix. I I think he is referencing because I think he said something about like show me your kung fu or like he said something along those lines. Um, in the second one, where that line would have been, because there's the I know kung fu in the first one. Yeah, I I think it's like a roundabout. Yeah. Reference. I think the one redeeming line in this movie is where pilot chick comes in and she's fucking with his his x-ray machine and she's picking stuff up and he responds that's actually right where i wanted it <laughs> that's that's my new favorite passive aggressive way to tell someone <laughs> to stop touching myself <laughs> oh, no, it was, it's funny that's exactly how i wanted it like just, you know so you should say to me now just like you know actually i had that exactly where it should have been so thank you very much for your input but you know i'm like a science man and you're like an astronaut whose main character flaw is that they're way too cocksure but um yeah i bet you're reading this scene perfectly <laughs> like she just comes in and starts turning knobs too mm-hmm. and fixes it like just that's so stupid i hate things like that in movie where like we want you to have to understand there's chemistry between these characters look she doesn't know science but she touched all the science things and didn't waste ten thousand dollars. It could have at least been the like really stupid thing where it's just like you left the lens on the camera. Like at least that would have been like that would have been way better. Yeah, but it sees through. It's a camera that sees through things. Yeah, but if it's a if it's a if it's a lens made out of Superman, <laughs> it's it sees through lead. Yeah, What's it that's why of? he said it's made of Superman. Krypton. They really needed to fuck on that yeah. I mean, This movie! They had, <laughs> they had some hours at the bottom of the sea. It's not the same as being at the center of the earth. I mean, they, they also were riding it for four hours. Nobody wants to be associated with this movie. It's <laughs> <laughs> our first orphan movie. Yeah. And it deserves it. Um, oh, actually, I loved, uh, there's a piece of trivia that, uh, Aaron Eckhart took this movie, uh, in the unsure times after 9-11. Not sure if he'd be getting paychecks anytime soon. That's why he's in here. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. All right. Yeah. We did the thing. Yeah. Let's wrap it up. <laughs> release me from these shackles but we haven't hit the two hour 20 minute mark that's when that's when media gets good please chris what do you rate this movie um i am going to rate this movie 30 percent less than what it needed to blow up the center of the earth (laughs) oh no the ratings (laughs) (laughs) damn it (laughs) <laughs> I like how you took the time before this to tell us a story about how you were getting ready for I the I thought I was just going to say goodbye, I'm Heather. I forgot about it. <laughs> um, this is this one is so easy. There's nine nukes. There's like 20 different... You, you can speak one language. There's some, there's there's some so many cigarettes. Okay, hang on, hang on. I rate this one zero one zero 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 out of all of the languages I speak. <laughs> That's excellent. Is it me next? Yes. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to give this movie one out of a necessary five 20 megaton bombs. (laughs) (laughs)
I rate this movie one core made out of cheese out of like 10 compartments on that ship. <laughs> I rate this movie uh, one trip into the Marianas Trench out of 32 pacemakers. Wow. <laughs> As always, I've been your host, Ivan. Oh boy, I'm Chris. I'm Heather. I'm Spencer. <laughs> and I'm Tepper. <laughs> and a special thanks to 8 Bit Jazz for the use of our theme song. You can find them on YouTube or follow the link in the description. 